Central New York, and hello, hockey fans all across the internet, and welcome to the Central New York Hockey Report podcast. I'm your host, Scott Kinville, and if you, you watch this on YouTube, you'll notice that uh, I'm not in the studio. <laughs> um, I'm actually at my house. Um, our, our, our faithful producer, Dave the Save Warner, is he's in the studio, but he's feeling a little bit under the weather, and uh, so he decided to put what looks like a Furby in my spot. Um, you know, that's, uh, actually that Furby looks better when I normally look. So maybe we ought to go with that full time, but, uh, you know, Dave, the save, he's a trooper. He's there. He's just running things behind the scene and, um, you know, God bless him. So anyways, let's get going with this show because this is one I've been looking forward to for a very long time. So what I want to do is I want to bring in Mr. Bob Chattel from the Salt City Prospects. Uh, he's going to tell us all about the Salt City Prospects program. He's also an assistant coach for Oswego State University, and he is also he helps out with the West Genesee High School Hockey Program. So, Bob, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on. Hey, Scott. Thanks for having me. Just like you said, it's been a long time, and looking forward to it. Glad uh, glad we could get on here. Yeah, absolutely. Because I mean, we we kind of started talking over Twitter. Uh, it was last summer. Um, you know, it's just a it's a very very interesting thing with the, the Salt City prospects. And, and I want to get the word out because I want everybody to know about this. So if you would, we'll start off with just a quick overview of the Salt City prospects. Yeah. I mean, truthfully, I think this is year, probably year seven. Um, I think we started back in 2017 and, you know, realistically it, it's, it's mainly geared towards, you know, this area, the, the Syracuse 315 central New York area. Um, you know, we just provide a lot of skill development opportunities for kids throughout the summer. Um, opportunities to kind of, you know, get in front of junior prep college coaches um, and kind of build bridges for for players to get better and and move on to play at at their next destination wherever it may be, um, and then from there we do a lot of out of state stuff as well. So we run, you know, small camps um, with only two or three teams worth of players for 16 to 20 year olds all over. Um, so we actually run camps. We run two here in New York. We run two in Pennsylvania, uh, an Erie PA out of Mercyhurst rank. And then in Reading PA down in Alvernia University's rank, one in Massachusetts in Worcester, Mass, one in Maryland out of Stevenson University's rank, and then one in Vermont out of Castleton University's rank. So all told, we do about seven of those camps a summer, June 1st, to August 1st, right around. And um, and from there, it's just a lot of, you know, weekly skill development stuff. We run a college league throughout the summer, which, you know, I know you wanted to talk about down the road here. And um, so we keep ourselves busy. A majority of it is, like I said, from probably June 1st to August 1st, we're, we're go, go, go pretty much every day. Um, and then once the season starts, we're kind of full tilt with our, with our program. So uh, with our hockey program. So, you know, like I said, we've loved doing it. We're, we're very fortunate to have a really good you know, group of coaches and players involved and you know it's just continued to grow every year and and we're thankful for that every day yeah i was looking at your website saltcityprospects.com and you're right from june to august i, I don't think you guys get a day off <laughs> at right. all. well um, the only weekend i had off last year was my wedding so every other weekend we were running the camp and took the one weekend off and i got married on it so it was uh, it was a hectic summer for sure and, and it's going to be the same way this year so minus the wedding so a lot of camps <laughs> Well, congratulations on the nuptials, but I'm sure that was a busy weekend as well. So. Oh, yeah. Yes, it was. No doubt. So you said that the program started in 2017. So how did that come about? Yeah, so actually, uh, it's, it's kind of funny. I, I was uh, I was coaching club hockey at LeMoyne College. Um, I coached there for seven years before I got an NCAA hockey, and I was just looking for avenues to kind of recruit 
because um, obviously my budget wasn't great there to be able to get out and recruit and find kids. And I had a conversation with Stephen Malero, who's a good friend of mine, who's at Northwood now, and he was at King's College at the time, and had a conversation with him about like, hey, why don't we put together a camp? We'll get a bunch of coaches together and we'll go run this camp and, you know, make it 16 to 20 year olds and kind of give ourselves a recruiting avenue, you know, just kind of get eyes on kids in the summer and, you know, in a small setting. And so somehow I couldn't tell you how, but we landed on Maryland. Uh, we went down to Rockville, Maryland. Um, and it was, you know, it, it was an interesting first year. I wasn't sure if we were going to be able to pull it off and, you know, just through networking, chatting with people and, and, you know, we ended up getting 42 kids, which is all we wanted. Just two teams worth of kids, 24 forwards, 12 D and six goalies went down there. It went great. Uh, got a lot of really good, you know, feedback from the coaches and got a lot of really good feedback from the players. And we said, Hey, let's do it again. We did it again. We added one in Syracuse and then we just started to add essentially a camp a year uh, because the, the interest is there and, you know, people keep asking us if we'll run camps here and there. And so we have, um, we never go above 60 players total. We always just keep it to either 42 kids or 60. So it's two or three teams just to keep it very um, small setting. And, you know, like I said, since then it's kind of taken off into what it is and, you know, it's made our summers definitely more hectic, but um, it's a good hectic and a good busy and, and we enjoy doing it every weekend. It's a great group of coaches. You know, we have every weekend, great group of guys to hang out with and spend the day with at the rink and a great group of players that, you know, we're able to work with. Well, yeah. Plus when it's hot outside, you get to be in a nice, cool. Ice right. room. So, you right. know, that's, that's a built-in advantage right there. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And speaking of advantages, since you guys keep your group so small, that's gotta be a huge advantage for the players. They obviously get more one-on-one -on -one time with the coaches. Yeah. And that, and that's the big thing. Um, you know, every one of our camps has at least 12 NCAA coaches. there running everything. Um, you know, some of our, like our camp in Worcester has around 18, just based on the footprint with, you know, how many colleges are within an hour here and there and how many guys want to work normally get about 18 to that one. And, and same with our Syracuse camps, we get between probably 15 to 20 for our Syracuse camps. Um, and that's, that's the big thing, right? Like, you know, if I'm a kid, there's only 12 defensemen in the whole camp and I'm going to, you know, be working with 15 NCAA coaches over the course of the weekend, you know, you really get to know a kid's game over that weekend with, you know, it's three games and three practices. So that was the main idea of it was to keep it small for that reason. So we're not overwhelmed as coaches on, you know, how many teams are playing and who's going and, you know, you lose track of things and, you know, you really get to know the kids, not only as hockey players, but as, as kids too, as young adults. And so you really get an opportunity to, get to know them, see their practice habits, their game habits, and, and their off-ice habits as too. So, you know, that's why we do keep it so small because of that reason, just to maximize the exposure and the development that each kid gets throughout the weekend. Yeah, absolutely. And you mentioned that there's there's a player max. Is there a position max for your camp? So, in other words, you know, do you cut it off and say, and I'll just throw numbers out here, 20 forwards, 20 defensemen, or is it does that part not matter? Yeah, no, that matters. Um, so, so our camp's – um, so the three biggest camps we run are, like I said, 60 players. That's our two Syracuse camps and our Worcester, Massachusetts camp. Those are 60 players and it's, it's 36 forwards, 18 defensemen, six goalies. Can't go over that. And then our other camps are two PA camps, Vermont and Maryland, only 42. Um, so that's 24 forwards, 12 D and six goalies. Um, and, and routinely, I mean, truthfully, we probably have a wait list, you know, in the double digits, 
you know, by the time the camp rolls around, just because they do fill up quickly with only taking two teams. But we don't, like I said, we don't want to go past those numbers just because, you know, it takes away from that development and the exposure piece that kids get. So we make sure we maintain right in there. But yeah, the numbers are specific to each position and that's for a reason. And it makes the, you know, makes the camp much more seamless. Very good. Now, if you're a 16 to 20 year old player in the region where you're doing a camp, is there any other um, like parameters that a player must meet to join the camp or is it basically you just, you play for a high school team, sign up, isn't it? Is, and is it first come first serve? Um, it depends truthfully. Um, you know, realistically, like for our local camps, like kids skate with us all summer, right? We got a, a long list of kids that skate with us weekly in skill development. And, you know, those kids, truthfully get get first dibs at, at both of our, our Syracuse camps. Um, as far as our out-of-state camps, like we rely heavily on, you know, coaches and, and their eyes. Like we have just a, you know, a group of coaches that are very good and knowledgeable and, and same with our Syracuse camps. Like obviously, you know, with 60 kids, we want, you know, we want to get a, a high competition camp. And so we rely heavy on coaches, not only from this area, but outside areas, you know, within an hour or two each way. And, you know, send us kids that you think would be really good fits for the camp, and they do. And and that, you know, we rely heavy on that for the state, for the out-of-state camps mostly as well. Um, you know, whether it's junior coaches, prep coaches, advisors, you know, we have good relationships with those guys. And so every kid mostly, you know, most of the time comes recommended or, or we've already seen them ourselves. So, um, and then if any kid's interested, what we do is we, you know, suggest and recommend just our contact information. My contact information is right on the website. Shoot us an email. Shoot me a text. My phone number is right on there. Give me a call. I mean, you know, I get calls around this time. I get calls, you know, almost daily from parents and players just saying, hey, you know, I saw, you know, I saw a video on YouTube about your your um, camp. We had, there was uh, AHA um, advising put out a camp or a video last year on the best showcase camps in the country. And we were in one of those eight. And so, you know, we've got a lot of traction from that YouTube video and parents and players have reached out, you know, quite a bit asking how to get involved. And, you know, we will find places for pretty much everybody, you know, we'll find the right fit for you camp wise. Um, you know, we do our research on kids. We will watch them on video. We'll get out and watch them in person. We'll, you know, ask coaches who, who have coached against them or with them. Um, you know, we do our research on kids before we find that right fit. But, you know, we we encourage people to reach out to us and, and you know, get involved with, with what we do because we think we're doing, you know, things the right way. And, and we enjoy working with the kids at, at every age and every level. So, you know, the showcase camps this year, it is for, you know, 04s to 07s. Um, so that, you know, that's kind of the only parameter of, of where it is, you know, we specifically can't find you a spot if you're younger than that, just because of the age group. But, you know, other than that, we're happy to work with kids any way we can. So, um, we're, we're fortunate with that. Yeah, absolutely. And I watched that video on YouTube, by the way, earlier today, and it was an excellent video. It, it really yeah, was. Did a good job. Yeah, he did. Yeah. That was excellent. Um, so you've been coaching for a long time. You've been working with kids for a long time. What are some of the biggest factors that you think that are the most important for a player's development? Um, you know, I think, I mean, first and foremost, I, I, it, for me, when I go and recruit or if I go to a camp, the first thing that stands out to me is a kid's compete level. You know, if, if a kid competes, it jumps off the page. Um, and that's kind of the first and foremost thing. I love a kid that just competes, whether it's, you know, realistically, we're running these camps in the summer and, you know, you're, it's not game seven. It's not the state playoffs. It's not, you know, 
whatever. And so a kid who still competes in those situations really stands out to coaches. Um, that's huge. Body language is huge to me. Um, and then the biggest thing too, I, I will say for a kid's development is, is there's no rush. Just take your time. Um, and you know, I have that conversation with, with people quite a bit. Um, you know, everything is, is go, go, go. And, you know, especially when you see other people doing certain things, it's always kind of feeling like, am I missing the boat? Am I not doing the right thing? You know, whether it's the player or the parent thinking that, and, you know, the biggest advice I can give people is enjoy the ride. It's going to be hectic. It's going to get hectic. And so enjoy it while you can and, and just slow down. Because realistically, like every freshman that we have on our roster at Oswego State this year is 21 years old. So there's no, you know, there's no rush. Um, you know, if you can keep your kid home, enjoy, save some money, you know, so be it. That That's great. And and as long as the kid's having fun, as long as the kid's playing, and as long as the kid feels like he's getting better, then they're in the right spot. Um, and then because by the time you hit 18, that's when things start to get real hectic when you enter junior and prep hockey and all of that. So, you know, while you can make it as less stressful and, and anxiety ridden as you possibly can at the younger ages, you know, that that's huge for not only the kids development, but just the players or the parents mindset too, of just that, you know, stress and anxiety that they're going to go through as a kid grows and, and gets closer to college. Sorry about that. Yeah, all right. Um, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you make a great point with that, too, because it seems like and it's not just hockey, but with other sports, too. Sometimes that development process can really feel like a, a keep up with the Joneses kind mm -hmm. of thing. And you're right, whether it's from the player or the parent themselves. Yeah, yeah. No. And and again, like we're fortunate to have a lot of really, um, you know, really knowledgeable people uh, who have been in the game for a long time surrounding us. And, you know, I, it, we try to echo that every camp, you know, we do a Q and a with all the players and parents before every camp. And that's kind of one of the biggest messages we stress is, you know, enjoy the ride while you can, you know, you know, I always say to our guys at Oswego state, like you have your whole life to be an adult. So enjoy being a kid while you can, you know, enjoy playing a game while you can, and, you know, try to make it as stress-free as you can, because it is going to get stressful at times. So, you know, where you can avoid the stress, you know, try to do that. And, you know, it's just about taking your time, finding the right fit and, and making sure that the development's there, the joy is there. Cause if the kid's not having fun, you know, why do it? And then, you know, if they're playing, then they're developing. And if they're developing, they're, they're enjoying it. So if all three of those boxes are checked, you're in the right spot. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, we we'd mentioned all the coaches that participate um, 18 plus from what I saw on the website, and it's really a, a who's who, from across division one division three so that's got to really help too for for somebody who's going through the salt city program once they want to go on to, to the college level and all that they've had those exposure to these coaches already yeah and that again that's where the small numbers comes in right and and that's such a key piece to it and and you know there's a couple examples that pop out in my head and and one that truly stands out is is logan palmer Logan's a local kid to, to New York, played junior hockey, um, you know, and had a great junior hockey career. And then it kind of came time for him to college, to go to college. And it was right in that COVID time. So it was really difficult for coaches to get out and recruit. It was difficult for, you know, players to get on radars. And, and I'll never forget, like, and it's tough, even tougher for a goalie to try to find college spots. Sure. There's so slim opportunities and there's a lot of really good goalies. And, 
you know, Mike Young, who's uh, Western New England University um, head coach, one of the best people I know in hockey, can't speak more highly of him. And, you know, he saw Logan at Syracuse camp the year before, um, liked him. And then as it got later in the year, I knew Mike needed a goalie. And Mike and I had a really, really, really good conversation about Logan, about, you know, the kid he is, the player he is, the family he comes from. And I said, you know what, like this would be a, a great kid for you to keep an eye on. And, you know, Mike said absolutely, and and they tracked him. And, and Logan ended up going there, and he's a junior. And actually la, two nights ago he ended up getting his first start in the NCAA, his first win, made 42 saves. And, awesome. you know, so it's one of those full circle moments there, and, and it's rewarding to see because – it did work out because he is such a good kid. But again, that goes back to that, you know, we're at Syracuse camp four years ago and Mike and I have a conversation about the kid and just kind of sparks that, you know, I'm going to track this kid and keep an eye on him and it ended up working out. So, um, you know, we are lucky with, with the coaches we have involved that take an interest in, in every kid at the camp, you know, to, to at least get them on the radar and, and take a look and then, you know, see where it goes from there. But every one of those guys that works the camps or, or works with us is, you know, actively there looking for kids to, to better their program and better their culture. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you mentioned COVID. Just out of curiosity, were, were you able to do anything during COVID or did you have to shut down completely? Yeah, no, we lucked out uh, major. Um, I didn't think we were going to be able to do any, and, and actually we didn't have to cancel a single one. You know, oh, we had to, yeah, we had to jump through a lot of hoops. Um, you know, obviously masks. We weren't allowed to get dressed in locker rooms. Um, you couldn't, no spectators in Massachusetts, actually our camp there, they told us about two weeks before we couldn't have anybody under 18 years old on the ice because it was only 18 and over were allowed to play. So that kind of threw a big wrench in our spokes, but we made every one of them work. Um, it was definitely a lot of fun. It was definitely a lot of, like I said, it was it was as stressful as everybody else was going through at the time. But yeah, we were able to we were able to get a summer out of it. That was good. Yeah, that's excellent. That's excellent. So besides the camps too, you do the uh, the summer showcase series. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, that started. Uh, I think this is year four. This was year four, three or four. Um, you know, th again, that just started with a lot of good conversations with with college coaches in the area. You know, at these camps of you know, there's there's a lot of kids in this area that play high end hockey that, you know, skill development's awesome. We love doing it, but there's kids, you know, they want to play too in the summer. Right. And, and once they reach that age, there's not, you know, you don't have chowder cups, you don't really have right, right. prospects camps. So, you know, we sat down and kind of came up with the idea of just putting together a summer college league for, for the kids. Um, and so it was just touching base with a lot of the college coaches um, with kids that they recommend. And, you know, we sent out, you know, everything, all the information to, you know, every kid that plays college or, or junior or prep and just said, Hey, here's what we're doing. And, and it, it took off uh, the first year. We had a lot of success. I mean, kids are driving from Elmira, New York. They're driving from Buffalo. I mean, it's, you know, kids are coming from, from a distance away. And when we said we wanted to do it, we wanted to make sure it was, you know, done the right way. So, you know, there's referees, we take stats, we, you know, the whole nine and, Every week it's a new roster, so it's not the same two teams every week. What we do is the same kids, but we make sure to mix up the roster. So, you know, you're playing with different kids every week. You're playing on a different line every week, whatever it is. And so just to kind of make it as, you know, up-tempo, as exciting as, as the kids can get in the summer. And, 
you know, that was three, four years ago and, and it's still going and, and we love doing it. The, you know, the interest we get out of it this year, the news came and, and ran a story on it. And, um, you know, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's great to just sit back and watch that hockey because you, you know, it's a lot of high end hockey players and it's, and it's a fun, you know, 60 minutes to watch. That's for sure. Every week. Yeah, absolutely. And you even got an AHL player. I noticed last season, uh, Daniel Walcott from the crunch. Yeah. Yeah. Actually we've been really fortunate. Uh, we've had three crunch guys, um, play, uh, Daniel Walcott last year played a couple games. Um, and then, uh, Ilya Usov, um, and Max Groshev, yep. uh, two guys from Russia. And, you know, when those guys landed in, in Syracuse over the summer, uh, Jim Sorosi, the excellent guy, excellent. one of the, yeah, again, one of the best people in hockey Absolutely. called us and said, Hey, you know, these guys are in town. They're looking for ice. Do you mind kind of taking them in here for the next couple of weeks? And we say absolutely every time. And so it's awesome. They come, they, they love it. There's a little bit of a language barrier, but that's all right. We make do. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a lot of fun seeing those guys out there. Um, you know, it's definitely adds a little, little more tempo to the games and, and, you know, they seem to enjoy it. And again, it just, it's good for local hockey. You know, we try to get as many little kids as we can out there and, you know, to watch the games and, and it's just, it's, it's a great, uh, great thing to be a part of. Yeah. I would definitely love to make some time to come out and cover a few of those games for our website, uh, this summer yeah. as well. Uh, so they are open to the public. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's no, no charge, nothing. Just jump in, settle in, watch. I know Cicero, uh, Twin Rinks last year had a food truck come out a couple times. So like if people were coming in, they can grab something off the food truck and things like that. So it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a fun time. That's for sure. Absolutely. You know, we'll definitely put the schedule up for you too, up on the website okay. which yeah. as much as we can. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So all this happens during the summer, but right now you're a very busy guy as well. So as I mentioned, you're the assistant coach at Oswego State and you also help out with West Genesee High School. Yeah. Yep. So this is, uh, this is my second year with Oswego state. Um, three years, the three years before that I was with Morrisville state. Um, and, and then I ended up my wife, she's actually the, uh, head lacrosse coach at Oswego state. So it kind of works out well. We're, you know, we're up there every day together, um, in separate seasons, obviously. So it makes the winters and springs pretty hectic in this household, but, um, yeah, no, this is my second year up there. I love every day of it. You know, it's a great group of, of players that we get to work with. It's a great staff that I'm a part of every day. And um, and then West Genesee, I, you know, help out as much as I can there. Uh, this is my 15th year helping uh, Frank Calabufo out, who's been a huge mentor to me for, you know, since the day I met him. And, and you know, I truthfully wouldn't be where I am today without him, just, you know, with, with the coaching, with Salt City Prospects, all of it. He's been such a integral part to everything of it. And, and, you know, I'm fortunate to still be a part of that program as much as I can. Um, and you know, it's, it's just a great, it's great being surrounded by hockey people that, that are invested and, and, you know, are doing it for the right reasons. And, and I'm fortunate to, to be in two organizations and programs that do it that way. Absolutely. And you're definitely involved with two programs that are just first class and just run an excellent program all the way through. You know, I was up in uh, Oswego uh, December 9th to, to cover your game against Utica, and that was the first time I'd been up there. And I got to say, I was so impressed with the facility up there and just everybody was so helpful. Just a, a fantastic time. To, and I tell you, if you're going to go someplace to watch a hockey game, make the road trip to Oswego. You will not be disappointed. Yeah, no, we're, we're very fortunate. Um, you know, obviously, we're very fortunate with the facility. 
Um, and, and, you know, with that, the, the community backing that we have is just, it's phenomenal. You know, our players go, you know, they'll go to grocery shopping or they'll go to a diner and, and they're recognized by players. They're recognized by parents, grandparents. And, and it's, it's, it's a very, very small, you know, Nick community when it comes to hockey. And, you know, it definitely gives it that extra feel to it, you know, and the kids, you know, our players really, really benefit from it and they enjoy it you know, tremendously. Like I said, you, you know, you walk out of the locker room and you got a line of kids hanging over the walls, trying to get high fives from the players. And that's awesome. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's a great, you know, it's a great community to be a part of, you know, they really love their hockey. Um, and, and it shows in, you know, the facility, it shows in the attendance we get, you know, and it shows in the success, you know, that we've been fortunately enough to have for the last, you know, 20 years or so, or going back further than that. So, you know, we're lucky in that sense and, and I'm lucky to be a part of it. Yeah, absolutely. One of the definitely one of the traditional D three powerhouses, really. And you guys had some big wins this year. You got you know wins over number one teams in Hobart and Plattsburgh. You beat Utica. They were number four when they came to town. So how's it looking for the rest of the season? Uh yeah. You know it's been an up and down year. You know consistency's been kind of uh, you know something we need to figure out. You know we get we get big wins like you said against against those three teams, and we just can't find consistency. Um, you know we got to start putting some wins together and, and some good games together consecutively. Um, you know, the good thing is, is, you know, like you said, we have the rest of the season to try to iron that out. You know, I think we got uh, nine games left and then hopefully playoffs. So, you know, we're, we're hoping to kind of get on, you know, some sort of a little run here to build some confidence and, and, you know, we're off this weekend actually. So it's a nice little break for the kids, get some rest and recuperation. And then, uh, we head out west to Buffalo and Fredonia next weekend to start our SUNY play, and then it's off and running from there the next, you know, four weekends. And before you know it, it's, it's going to be, you know, the end of the regular season. And like I said, hopefully on to playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. And I will definitely be back up for another game. So when I'm coming up, I'll let you know for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Shoot me a text. It would be awesome. Yeah. And, you know, and, you know, like I said, with Salt City, um, if somebody wants to contact you for more information or for signups, it, the contact info is right there on the website, saltcityprospects.com, correct? Yep. Yeah. It's right there on the website. Our social media is, you know, wide open. It's just Salt City Pros. Um, you know, we post a lot of stuff on there. Um, I encourage anybody to, who's interested to, to look into, you know, the website, into our social media. You know, uh, we're very fortunate. Like I said, I think it, it truly takes a village. Um, and we're very fortunate to have a very good village of, of coaches and players involved in what we do. And, you know, we're, we're thankful for that every day. Awesome. Awesome. Well, like I said, Bob, thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to, to come talk to us because I mean, being a, a coach on two teams certainly can't be easy, but uh, it seems like you enjoy every single second of it. And we're, we just appreciate you coming on. No, I do. I, I love every minute of it. And um, thanks for having me on. I can't thank you enough. Like you said, it's been a while trying to coordinate this and I'm glad we were able to finally get it set up. And, and, you know, I'm looking, thank you for everything you do with, with central New York hockey, you know, the way you, you know, promote it and, and, you know, not only the college level, but the high school and youth levels as well. You know, we can't thank you enough and, and continue the great work you're doing on your end. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. And, you know, we will definitely be talking again soon. There's no doubt about that. Sounds good. I appreciate it, Scott. All right, Bob. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Yeah. All right. All right. That was Bob Chattel from the Salt City Prospects Program. What a guy. What a guy. What a great guy. 